This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 199, Live Email from Dane. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. I really like it. So when I'm on other podcasts, mm-hmm. um, one thing that I've always thought, when we do it, just me and you, I don't really care. But anytime we have a guest, I always think, you know, the I don't know if you know this, because you don't get invited to do like a bunch of different podcasts like I do, like all the time. Yeah. Always like guesting on other Nobody stuff. Nobody wants me on there. What, yeah. the, the, what the pros do mm-hmm. is they have a way to play the theme song at to the uh, recorders while you're going and it really makes you feel like oh my god we are in a show in right now yeah and it's not even something that it's not like they're recording it live all the time although i know some earwolf podcasts do that i mm-hmm. think but um it's it's just it's just for you you know it's just a set a tone of this is show welcome to show yeah you know because we're hearing the thing well we our favorite thing to do on this show is to make dane feel really unwelcome how are you dane it's been it's been a bit it's been a while since it's been like we've a seen year you. yeah it's it's been a it's been a minute uh busy yeah but good what are good. you busy with prophecy of kings has been released you got nothing you yeah shouldn't you shouldn't just like, like, out of work. <laughs> like just like chilling as turns, a, turns, this... turns out that uh, yeah I, that's the only game i've ever worked on in my <laughs> entire entire career and FFG it's is, uh, all but... you should be thinking about right. all the time right like that's it you know right? sometimes i feel like that is actually true though and <laughs> yeah all that i think about like i i <clears throat> lay in bed wondering how people are gonna <laughs> react when i tweet about rules and... <laughs> i i got a question for you right off the bat dame just between us how since prophecy of kings is out now how fat were the stacks from <laughs> how fat was that prophecy of kang's money that i mean right was it i, I like that you think that i see royalties for, <laughs> for anything that you're not already I, fully I, paid I, for. I, I i enjoy that you think that let's just leave it at that yeah hey, i thought you were gonna ask about fat stacks of rules questions yeah. oh yeah plenty of those boy yeah uh, man just wads like <laughs> How, so okay so le- i would love to just kind of check that vibe so today uh we've teased we teased this like a month and a half ago but uh there's basically a bunch of outstanding questions as there were with base game sure uh, before the first living rules reference was released and yeah. we don't have a living rules reference right now because that uh, just because whatever we don't have to explain. none of your business <laughs> is why you get enough you <laughs> Uh, yeah. But but instead, we have Dane here to help us clarify some things. In the before times, if you were around at the release of 4th edition, you would remember that what was circulated were just emails from Dane. And everyone would reference Dane emails. And sometimes Dane emails would contradict other Dane emails. And that's, My favorite thing. That yeah. Whatever. Classic, classic Dane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my my question for you, Dane, just off the top before we actually get into like, hey, let's clarify some stuff and and like we'll we're not going to like go over the whole document, but there is going to be a document online that is not technically a living rules reference, but it is essentially the collection of answers that you have approved of, Dane. Um, but how does 
Prophecy of Kings compare to base game when it comes to you clarifying rules interactions? Honestly, it's it's really similar. Um, oh, you know the, the the same couple things pop up here and there, uh-huh. um, and and it, you know there's the the Mahakter, the new Necro. Right. It's honestly not that different. Gotcha. That's good. That's good. I yeah. I I just assumed that you were just buried in impossible to resolve. Uh, <laughs> no situation. I, I think <laughs> I think I'm I am much busier now than I was mm. um, at that point. Like my responsibilities are are greater. Um, right. Certainly, I have built up a backlog of rules questions that you know I don't have the capacity to answer. Right. Uh, you know, one to one at the moment. Right. Um, Which is also part of why but that's why I'm here. Yeah, not why you're here, and part of why we're not getting a, a living rules references. You, you, while you are our TI God, you that is not the only uh, realm that you are a deity for, and you have other tasks <laughs> at FFG. I prefer to think. I prefer to think of uh, him as a TI regional manager. <laughs> That's kind of what I think of it. Like, uh, yeah, and there will be, um, there will be a rules reference, uh, right? Update. Right. It, it's like it, it's not that you know one isn't coming. It's just that sure, I don't know when one is coming. Right. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming on uh, to to talk about some of this stuff. Um, although I would, I, I do want to stress, we're not going to talk about every single thing. Right. Uh, you should please look at the document. Uh, it addresses a lot of. Stuff that we frequently see, especially in the tournament. If you're still in the tournament, yeah, uh, definitely look at it. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, because you know it might have a weird, uh, it might it might be sitting in like a officially unofficial right. status in general. But for our tournament, these are all this is all gospel. Yeah, and 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 we're about to get into some stuff too. So again, there's a document. It's going to be available on our website. We'll have it linked in this episode's show notes. We'll have it pinned on our Discord. Like we're going to put it everywhere we possibly can. But like it, it's this is not like an FFG official release. This is like all of us getting together and trying to just get answers out. Um, and what we're going to talk about in today's episode is more or less the stuff that we see the most often. And also very specifically stuff that is like reversals of existing rules as we understood them or even rulings that like have been given previously. Yeah. Stuff that's like changing. So for, for anything else. Basically, like, if you're in a game of TI at home or in the tournament or whatever, use the the Prophecy of Kings rules reference, but then also consult this this document that's going to kind of exist in the ether um, to, to, to sort of settle I mean, those I, disputes. I think uh, calling it a Live Dane email is uh, funny and also the exact right what amount. What it is, of, yeah. yeah, the, this, yeah this it's, is a, it's totally accurate. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's let's just sort of we're going to kind of get into these topics uh, there. You know, there's some stuff that's like super obvious just had to be addressed. Um, so so first up is the the most <laughs> the most common interaction uh, in all of POK that nobody knows what to do, which is uh, transport and movement, uh, especially with regards to L1Z1X hero, the Argent Flight hero. Uh, even the Mahakt hero. Basically, in base game, there existed movement during a tactical action and, like, the various forms of retreating that should or should not be called retreats, but, like, skilled retreat and foresight sure. and that yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the only movements. But then we added all these other movements, and the extra movements don't include things like adjacent systems. And all of that has been super unclear what it means for, like, 
picking up activated units. Um, and we were literally in a situation here recently where a, a, a dreadnought, L1's dreadnought might be currently carrying an infantry and then they use their hero and the the floor ruling was that the infantry doesn't get to go with the dreadnought when it uses the hero and it just has to die in space which made kind of no sense so dane where are we at now vis-a-vis transportation of things in capacity the l1 hero uh, and you know the Argent hero, they can bring ground forces and fighters and such with them from the systems they're they're moving from. Right. Regardless of if that 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 system's been activated or not. Um. So yeah, there's been a lot of contention on this ruling, uh, in general, and in the tournament thus far, we've gone with a much stricter, uh, read of the ability, and uh, that w- I didn't even decide what that was, yeah. but uh, but. Uh, that is no longer, but I just want to go ahead and uh, uh, <laughs> apologize to those in the tournament that that got the old way yeah. of doing it, which which again was like if they were activated, they could not carry yeah uh, anything. It was super lame. I, it happened in a couple of my games too. Uh, I know I had at least one Argent game where the same thing happened, and it, it's just like th- this is what happens when we have rule stuff in limbo. But like going into the semis. That's why we wanted to get this document out before that so that we had even more firm rulings. So, yeah, again, there's going to be people who are kind of I mean, this probably cost some people their prelims game, but we had to go with the rulings as we had them. Um, So, I mean, I will I I will say this, though, the I I felt bad every time saying it, but I always felt like it also wasn't the biggest deal in the world. Now, someone is screaming right now. Sure. And I can hear. Oh, my God, they're screaming right (laughs) at me. Um, go ahead and DM me, and I'll, I don't know what we I'll do. I'll just be it. like, "Hey, I'm again. I'm sorry." Uh, but yeah, so uh, you can move now. Activated stuff. You can transport activated units out of uh, systems. Yeah. Um, but don't push it. That's it. <laughs> you, that's what you can do right now. Don't get right. innovative. Right. Okay. Well, because there's weird. There's there's extra stuff you can do it. But like the the gist of the feeling right now is L1 and Argent have this like kind of extra thing where it's like, I don't know, are they like teleporting around or whatever? I don't, I don't know. But, but the gist is like stuff in those systems can move to the destination system with yes. the stuff that was with lost down. activated capacity stuff yeah, that yeah, can yeah. now work like that. And everyone that quoted me that, that one movement rule yeah. can, you can rejoice and you can right. jump for joy now. But yeah, it's, that's not how it yeah. worked up until this second. Now we've officially entered <laughs> post us saying that. Yeah. Uh, next up is, the goofiest one to me, uh, which is stuff about um, secret objectives. There's been a lot of weird timing. How do they work? How, how, do, how do they work, Dane? What are secret, what are what, they? Yeah, really? what's a what secret objective? They? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, c- can you kind of, I mean, there's multiple interactions here that sort of uh, caused a lot of debate, I think, in in which way to go. So I, I, I would love it if you could kind of set up the multiple issues that were coming up with secret objectives and then sort of what, well, let's, what let's start with the, like become a martyr uh, in relation to like elimination and then shard of the throne. Right. How does all that work? Sure. So basically the decision I've reached on that is that effectively just treat all secret objectives as if they have an after timing uh-huh. An implied so an a- after, after the effects yep. of the secret objective is a resolved is when you may score it. Yep, so lose a planet would be, you know, after you lose right. a planet. Um, so in the in the case of what you just brought up, that would see Chart of the Throne changing hands before Martyr always. Right, so you cannot 
win the game if you have shard and your home system is taken and you have become a martyr. You wouldn't you wouldn't be at nine and then score your tenth point. You would go down to eight and then back up to nine. What a but so so then the other question with that has been with elimination. Let's say I'm at nine. I don't have shard or anything, but literally the planet you are taking from me is my final planet. You kill me from it. I'm eliminated, but I can become a martyr. What you you are you are eliminated? Right, because it's after you, you may become a martyr, but you won't score a point. <laughs> <laughs> right, you have no more pieces that exist. Your 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 control marker has been removed from the victory point tracker. Before technically speaking, wouldn't you would actually discard your secrets before you could even actually score the become a martyr? Like the become a martyr would just go straight back into the deck before you even score it in this situation because it's after. I guess is is realistically the the event. Um, so th- there's one other interaction with these secret objectives that was causing confusion, which is drive the debate, which is to be voted, uh, uh, to be elected, to be a, elected uh, yeah. part of a yeah. law, and how that relates to legal te- confounding legal text and sometimes confusing legal text. No, that, that, but never that confusing. Not confusing. Yeah, <laughs> just but, but but basically, can I confounding legal text into drive the debate, or is it who everybody voted on can drive the debate, and confounding legal text like then happens? So the the intent uh, is the outcome that is resolved, not you know who is elected in the moment right um so and that's where that after timing eventually there is gonna be there's gonna have to be an errata for drive the debate um that kind of clarifies uh how that works uh but but yeah so you can use that action card that i forget which one it actually is it's confounding To, it is confounding. Yeah, yeah, I love that you did it. It feels like you made that card. You just trolled yourself. You, yeah, you tried you to troll us, but you actually trolled yourself. Right so, there. haha, got you. Yeah. No, you got you. you we got don't get you. We, we don't get, I, uh, almost everything I do gets me. So, <laughs> in the end, uh, there's one other interaction with all of this that I, I want to address, which is turn their fleets to dust and how it interacts with the Yin Brotherhood agent. So turn their fleets to dust is to destroy the last ships in a system with space cannon. With space cannon, and Brother Mylor always interacts weird with this because you destroy a ship, but then that ship spawns some ships. So some how do we justify uh, the objective being scored after the destroyer being destroyed, but then there's fighters in the system? It's definitely a you know a brief, you know, admittedly very brief memory issue. Yeah. Um, but but basically, you can still score it even if Mylor is used. Right. So the um, so the, you did destroy all all the units. Right. Yeah. There was essentially a a instant. <laughs> At one point, there was zero units after you shot space right. cannon, and then yeah. fighters were put on the board. That said, I, I do want to just come out and say that turn their fleets to dust and and uh, others of of its ilk uh-huh. uh, have kind of been like a thorn in my side rules wise and, right. and, and thematically for a while. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, they're definitely kind of on the table for some, some I mean, I don't, 
can 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 we do secret objective omega is that allowed <laughs> I, I yes if you omega turn their fleets to dust there will be much rejoicing in the halls of extra and argent and titans and yeah, <laughs> many others yeah. and and that's something too though if if you change turn their fleets to dust this specific interaction with brother mylor could require reevaluation based on the new wording so if we see an omega yep. to turn their fleets to dust we should not assume that this ruling about brother mylor is maintained the same it will depend on the new whatever is decided on for turn their fleets to dust yes okay that 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 so uh let's get into the messiest the necro of prophecy of kings which is the mahawked gene sorcerers uh you decided to double your workload when it comes to just wildly complex weird rules explanations uh by adding stuff for Necro, but also making Mahawk just break everything all the time. Uh, and we talked about this wow, in, in the Mahawk. Well, I, I mean, it it for break everything all the time. You can't even you can't <laughs> because of the Mahawk hero. You just open up the box and it all just crumb comes out in pieces. You I, know, it feels that way. So turns it all into Cheeto dust, I guess. <laughs> just breaks. He said, I just want to roll it back. He said breaks everything all of the time. That's what you said. That's just my mo with all things. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a that'd be a good tattoo. That's the Dane Beltrami guarantee. <laughs> I break everything all the time. all of the time. So so okay, we we have some rulings with uh with Mahawked Commander the hero. There's there's also rulings in here with the agent, but we're actually not going to cover those uh in in this um, episode. But they are they are worth reading. But basically, all of the leaders of Mahawked got and the Mech got clarifications. So so all their mechanics got touched on, but. With regards to the Mahawked commander, uh, it ends your turn. Like, you, the, the, the commander, you activate a system that's already been activated, and then you end your turn. And at one point, you sent out a tweet where someone asked you about, hey, can I do after activation abilities? I hate it when I do that. And you said yes, unless something game-breaking is discovered. So where did... How did that, how'd that work out? <laughs> Well, I mean, the good news is that I'm learning. <laughs> the the bad news is is that there are some game breaking things. So, yeah. uh, effectively, you can still use end of turn abilities, like okay. after after the Mahawk commander has been used. But once once that ability is resolved, anything else that you know was in that window, the, nothing nothing else can can go on. Right. You skip immediately to end of turn and technically yes. end of turn is still a step that you can take because the yep. ability ended your turn. Right. But everything else is 100% skipped. Anzo. We don't even yeah. have to get in there's if you if if you're listening to this and you're like, "Oh, what weird shenanigans could I have gotten up to if if that, that Don't I worry didn't. about. It. You you don't have to do. You don't need to know. There's none. Okay. <laughs> it's not for because you. it's already been fixed. So <laughs> You don't need to know. Yep. Uh, the, uh, Benediction, the hero, has also been uh, a lot of confusion. The first one, which t- to me, the answer to this question, I feel was always obvious. Uh, and I don't mean that in a in a way like, oh, you should have just known it. But no, he, he does mean no, that. No, no, no. But That's this what is, he means. To, to the thing you've said before on the show, Dane, which is like either one version is true or the other version. If the other version is true, the whole game explodes. <laughs> 
and and benediction is very much an example of that which which is who is considered the attacker in this is there an attacker is there an active system uh that technically there's not an active system but if there's not an active system technically no combat things can happen at all because all abilities in combat are relate to the active system and benediction does not have an active system real quick before we even move on i just want to remind people what benediction is yes. that's when mahawked uh picks two players uh, it can be any, it can be Mahawk and somebody else or whatever. Right. They move uh, anything in space into a, uh, an adjacent system and then combat happens. Right. So what, what the whole the whole weirdness here is there's a combat happening and it, it involves players and none of them are playing the game right, right. now. They're, <laughs> right. Just, they're waiting, but so, they're playing. So Dane, basically, because Benediction is like one of the wordiest uh, cards in the game obviously benediction could not cover all edge cases but if you had to just summarize how benediction actually works to people could you could you do that now for us <laughs> yeah so the the uh, the attacker would be whichever the mahakt are choosing to move so the moving faction mm-hmm. that the, makes sense the attacker and you would just treat the system that they're having the combat in as as the active system as in an this case and that and that includes if Mahakt is one of those players, if I if I take L1Z1X's fleet and move it into myself, it's my turn, but I, as Mahakt, am the defending player because I moved the other players' ships. Seems so. That's so fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> uh, the, the last Mahakt shenanigan, which we, we're going to get into nebulas here in a second, because that's technically also an interaction with Benediction, but nebulas are like a larger thing. So we're, I'm, I'm, we'll come back to nebula, the nebula question that comes up a lot. But uh, there's also a question about, uh, and this, is, this one is a little bit simpler to kind of grok, but it, it comes up so constantly that we felt it was important to talk about. When different agendas or abilities remove tokens from your fleet pool and the Mahawk has done the sort of bear anything where they've taken all of their own tokens out of fleet pool are do they treat other players fleet tokens as their own or are those immune from those abilities if, if you're down to just other other players tokens you still have to you know you still have to remove Right. They, they they are not your tokens, but they are basically treated as your tokens for the purpose. They're not your tokens, but they're your tokens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That. There we go. <laughs> uh, the nebula thing I just talked about. Nebulas are super weird, and the weird contingency that has always been with nebulas is this this ruling that nebulas had to be the active system to be moved into, and then in POK, all these new movement rules or all these new movement abilities became a thing so before it was just oh you can't retreat into nebulas that's kind of interesting and, and a cool consideration and i liked it yeah and it's it's not that bad but then now as long as you don't forget if right. you forget then it sucks right but as long as you remember it's cool but now benediction also can't move into a nebula and, and now we have a nebula that really really matters before it was also just a nebula that like almost nobody is ever in anyways yeah but now there's ever a so it's like we were having interactions where people couldn't be benedictioned into evera L1Z1X can't bent, can't use their hero into Evera. So uh, it looks like we have effectively a full-on change of this that we don't have a print LRR yet, but you are you are reversing the rules of Nebulas. Yeah, and it's such a funny thing because somebody had to tell me about this rule about two, <laughs> two, two and a half years or so after TI4 came out and I attempted to retreat into a Nebula. Yeah. And they're like, you can't do that. Like, why not? What are you talking and so, about? And so I'm just like, sure, I can. What are you talking about? 
And I said, no, no, you made this rule. And I looked at it and I was just, why did I do that? <laughs> digging through my brain, trying to figure out why. And yeah. I, you know, I, I thought that it would reveal itself at some point, like some, something, but it never did. It's and, just one of those weird mains, like one of those carryovers from TI3, basically. Or I don't even know I if it was a rule in TI3. Even, I don't even know that it was a, a yeah. carryover in TI3. More likely, it was just something that came up to solve a problem that right. didn't exist or right. doesn't exist at the didn't exist at the time that the game was actually released. Wow. Like so. So so the change then is a a ruling on nebulas specifically. That is just that units may not move through a nebula. There's nothing else about. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's the active system or not. Right. So you can retreat into it. You can skilled retreat into it. You can use the L1 hero. You can use Mahawk yep. hero, yeah. Argent hero. And, and I like whatever. the idea of retreating into a into a nebula. I think that's great. Yeah. I just, I, I, you know, I just thought, you know, a little variety, you know, just like. Well, um, and people. I mean, freak- I guess you can't retreat into a supernova. People so freaked out because uh, it was a thing. To, it was a it was a little buff for Empyrean technically because because Empyrean's abilities would have allowed them to to do that anyways. And people were like, oh, it'd be cool if Empyrean gets to retreat into nebulas. And I feel like that was happening mostly because there was a point in which Empyrean was like viewed as one of the worst factions in POK. Right. But, but now they're having Yeah, now they're having their their day in the sun and See, I was like, actually, actually I don't think they need any buffs. I was a part of a secret Empyrean cult and we met <laughs> when POK released and we all decided to have about six months where we could get a lot of easy Empyrean wins. <laughs> and so we just lied to the, I mean, aggressively. And I mean, I was the instrument for it primarily. We aggressively lied on this show yep. about how, how bad they were. Right. So that, so that me and winning. some others could sneak a lot of wins. And now, you know, the jig is up. But. <laughs> okay. Well, those. That is, that is kind of the, the Empyrean thing, though, right? To yeah. aggressively lie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So those were all of my worst offenders, but we've got some other sort of, I, I would almost consider all of these more like rapid fire questions. Um, and, and that fades off even into just like, go read the document yourself. But but I, I would like to burn through a couple of these. Um, there's some stuff, there's a lot of usage of the word replace in the document and not really a bunch of clarification of what replace is. Um, and so there's like two instances where uh, we, we have it in the document or, or no, so j- just the one, but but... How should we be reading what replace does and whether or not like we have plastic in our reinforcements or not? Like basically there's the idea of, oh, I can replace a thing, but can I remove the thing first, then it's in my reinforcements, then I place it? Or do I have to have something in reinforcements before I can then replace a thing? Yeah, just treat it treat it as if it says like remove and place. So because we know how to interact with remove, we know how to interact with place. That's basically what it is. Right. And place. Yeah. And this is messy maybe for some people who get really in the weeds with these rulings because there actually was a old ruling that had to do with minister of industry that basically said the opposite. But you you are reversing the ruling and changing how replace functions effectively. That does sound like me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Here's a fun one. Uh, Nova Seed. Everybody wants to know what if I Nova Seed like a Gamma Wormhole or Mirage or a Creus Wormhole token or like anything with attachments. Yeah, tokens. Sure. Where they go? Yeah. So this this is probably the one I I kind of 
deliberated on for the longest of, of anything here. Or maybe not the longest, but pretty pretty close. Um, so where, where I landed on this eventually is that the best thing to do is just to purge everything that gets hit by it, yeah. with the exception of the ghost tokens. Um, the ghost tokens, of course, go back to the. They're to just the ghost removed. Token. Yeah, got you. Not, not, not that they more. get to hang out. Does that does that also include frontier tokens? And you may not even. I'm, I'm just thinking of this in my head out loud right now. I mean, Matt, you're looking at the document purge right all there. tokens. It says purge all tokens. Yeah, ghost tokens go back to ghosts. I mean, yeah, frontier tokens yeah. is a token. I would say that the frontier token itself would stay there if, if it was. A How frontier. dare you? <laughs> Dane, How dare you? I'm that, looking, I mean, Dane, I'm looking at I'm looking at an email from you right now that says purge okay, all but, tokens. Okay, but think about that. The frontier token is more of like a concept than yes. it is a physical thing. I agree. Like, Thematically, so, I agree. So, and 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 I mean, what else really matters? How can you purge the frontier? <laughs> yes. Like, let's. <laughs> Let's you know it doesn't. Answer, what does that even riddle mean? me? This Batman. whatever could have been there is no longer. <laughs> Actually, I just answered it for myself. Yeah. Now. See, yeah, it, it's great. You can you know cause the supernova to occur, leave the frontier token there, and then explore it and find a little merchant station that somehow <laughs> that survived. survived. Oh, oh, you won't be back over. I absolutely <laughs> obliterated. Wait, how are you here? You'd say <laughs> I just blew up everything. Well, we had stararproof <laughs> shielding. <laughs> oh, they just showed up later. Yeah, yes. they showed up after. They hid under they, their they, desks. They, is what happened. Should, I mean, a, a turn of a turn of ti. It takes a long, even a, even an action. Milty is yeah, listening take, to take this and wringing his hands, being like, "We had it so clean," and then <laughs> and then you second guessed yourself, <laughs> Dane. Hey, you know, speaking speaking of Milty and and others, uh, you know, every everybody is everybody looks to me for these rulings, but. <laughs> Those those guys know an insane amount about this game. Yeah, yeah. like literally. You know, so it, so the running joke is like in tournaments or or like you know we've always said like oh you can email us you can message us with rules questions, but I just messaged uh, Milty for the answer. And what people don't realize is that Dane, you do the same exact thing. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> all, all the time. Like um, literally, yeah, Milty is the prevailing authority. On, on all the, on the rules, rules yeah. of the board game, and 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 that goes like if you're like I don't I mean this this got addressed in a recent tournament game, so I'm not trying to rehash it. But if you I, I do not have I have like I would say 10 percent confidence yeah. in my ability to know what a rule is. If I tell you what a rule is and I have confidence, it's because Milty already told me right, what it, <laughs> right. What, it's I, Milty's my, my confidence, confidence that's being transferred exactly. to me. Yeah, yes. Mike, I've never had confidence in a ruling. Every time I'm asked a rule question, I'm like, well, let me pull up every single instance of this wording. And sure. Even if I think I know the ruling, I'm like, I'm probably going to forget, though. But the right. second I get an answer from Milty, it's like, no, 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 no. That's all. I have been told by the authority. Dude, if you looked at dude, the the if you just look at Mia Milty's direct messages, <laughs> it just looks like it looks like I'm this guy's boss or something <laughs> because it's just question after yeah. question. I there's never a hi how are you. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> And you know what? I want to say for the record, I apologize. Milty, I need to just message you more and say, hey, what's up? Right. Because I message you so much and it's always just like, what's this? Hey, what's this? <laughs> and then I say, thanks. And then that's it. Yeah. That's And it's just, you know, you, that, you can go back months and just see all that <laughs> stuff. What's, what's, what's great about that also is that Milty has stopped messaging me to ask me <laughs> uh, like a question, but he instead messages me with just 
tell- screen screen caps of total messes just being like lol look at this <laughs> like look, look what you did yeah you, did idiot. <laughs> you broke stuff let me fix it for you here he comes to you and says hey i i changed the ruling for you uh here's what here's what the new thing is that's great uh here's another one for you um can't th- this one is just a clarification that technically i think in just strict readings of the rules people can kind of infer but it's pretty confusing uh can transactions be performed in the middle of an exploration the big time this comes up is when you explore an industrial planet and you get a commodity can you like immediately turn that commodity into a trade good like how does that kind of work yeah (laughs) yeah yeah you can yeah transactions may occur after an exploration card is revealed before the effect is resolved, but other abilities may not be used until the uh, after the effect is resolved. So there's some wackadoodle stuff that can happen w- within that. But there's some other questions in here uh, about exploration in general and 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 things like what to do with uh, exploring multiple planets at once or whatever that you should check out. We're not going to get into all. There's too many, but uh, if you have questions about exploration, this document can definitely uh, help clarify a lot of that. Um, <laughs> next up is my favorite question we have today and i'm just gonna read it i'm just gonna read it so that we can have this moment together we can all yeah enjoy sure this. Yeah, yeah, yeah if covert legislation draws an elect player agenda after all votes are cast does a player with one of the legal text action cards need to play it before or can they play it after they know what the agenda being voted on is and what about deadly plot uh, in in the spirit of the legal text action cards, I feel that they must be played before the agenda that is voted <laughs> on. Is so you have to you have yeah the sp- this is one of those ones where it's like we could get into nitty gritty ruling stuff, but there is definitely a theme that overrides everything with covert legislation, which yeah. is you don't know what you're doing and you don't get to know what you're doing. Quit asking about it. So so right. you confounding legal text blindly. And then see if you were publicly executed. <laughs> I actually have a I have a live question about covert legislation, I'm realizing, and I don't remember if it's in the uh, FAQ, but I just wanted to talk about it because co- what mi- surprises me so much about covert legislation is the only time on any card where you're told that you can't reveal something. Oh, yeah. Do you feel like, like, let's say, and obviously people don't have to, they can look at that and just be like, well, I'm just going to tell everybody right. anyways. When someone does that, are they breaking the spirit of the card to you, Dane? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've gone out of the way to ex- explicitly say that you cannot reveal it, right? right. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't do it. All right, don't cool. Don't do that. This lie is about a good it. just PSA. Or yeah. tell the truth, Ooh. but don't... But don't uh... Yeah, lie about it. I really like that. Or tell yeah. the truth, but maybe it is a lie. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess as long as they don't have to show it, they could say whatever, and right. it still works within the bounds of the card. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and the last one here is, this is the one where we're going to ruffle some feathers, uh, and very specifically Zippelin. Uh, Zippelin, if you are listening to the show right now, this is for you, uh, because we are about to l- l- let us educate you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, Zippelin, let us educate. I don't like that because then it seems like I love what Zip- no, Zippelin did. Yeah, Zippelin's uh, that's maybe my favorite play it, of the It was tournament. really cool and it was fun while it lasted, right. is what I'll say. Uh, does, it was absolutely like allowed at the time. Yes, to, yes. right, right. 100%. This is, in, this is in response to, to that. that. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is my gift back, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, Gom Sekis, 
uh, can do lots of crazy movement stuff. There's already lots of movement things that are clarified in this document that kind of change Gomsekis' range, I would say. But this is the biggest one, which is uh, basically ceasefire said you can't uh, move stuff in. You can't move things in when a, when a ceasefire right. is played. Right. Uh, but Gomsekis only commits ground forces from adjacent right. planets. Doesn't move. Uh, but what we're saying now is committing ground forces uh, in this instance is moving. So you do you what basically all we're saying is you do want ceasefire to block Gomsekis. Ceasefire blocks Gomsekis. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the point. Tragedy. Note that this has no effect on uh, attacking Krius through the Hill Kalish or Oh right. Yeah. There's plenty of other shenanigans. Th- this, there's also like uh, other like implications to this uh, when it comes to weird stuff where you can like move people's stuff into anomaly like committing into anomalies or whatever like all of that it's just it's movement now basically yeah, as a general right through, you can't attack mirage in a supernova with gum secus right yeah. right like so, that, so the general is, concept of move i feel like across the board has been simplified and there's like really not that many super goofy move shenanigans anymore. Nebulas have been clarified. Gomsekis has been clarified. Benediction has been clarified. All of the heroes have been clarified. Now it's just like move. And yes, stuff that's being transported can go if it can do the move. If it's allowed to move vis-a-vis the anomaly rules, then cool, move your stuff is basically what you're saying across the board. Basically. Love it. Heck yeah. We did it. That was a great email. That was yeah. a good email. <laughs> One of the best emails. It was a really long email, but not <laughs> not not the longest I've had. You know, even even the even this full so this is this is a true story. This the full document, not even just what we just talked about, um, is is like a third as long as my longest rules email. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. I, I think I've received one email that had I don't have it. It's well over 70 questions. In it. Oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, and, and I've got, you know, I've got 200 emails in my inbox right now. Wow. Um, not all of them, of course, have more than one question, but what you're most saying of them do. is all we're waiting on at this point is for fantasy flight to officially hire Milty and for Milty to uh, <laughs> basically go to hell and be forced to just answer rules questions all uh, day, every have day. Have some faith, brother. <laughs> like you, you know, Milty's gonna sit down and be like, "Yep, I know that I one. Do I got that all. one. That one. That right? One. Yeah, actually, I, I Milty's like freestyle on this stuff. Yeah, and and it take like these these four hundred emails that Dane is sitting on a back level of, of would take Milty like all of fifteen minutes to, <laughs> to mm-hmm. resolve. Mm-hmm. It's just this superhuman computer that can. Well, he got a USB port installed into his brain, <laughs> and he has a little flash drive with the PDF uh-huh. on it. So it's like Google Glass. He can just pull it up on his <laughs> eyeballs anytime he needs to, and he can control F, and then it's easy. It's, it's pretty easy it if you do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I mean, don't forget that Milty and I are actually just the same person. The person, All right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, it's like Doctor Jekyll and Hyde. Like, <laughs> you are at, you are Mister Hyde. Let's be very, yeah. very, very clear. I think that that much is obvious. Uh, <laughs> I do. I do also want to just quick shout out to uh, Nine of Spades for, for sure. Yep. For for this as well, totally instrumental yes. in coming to to these these conclusions. Yeah. Uh, you know, Milty is is not the the only right. Ti rules god around. Absolutely. Yeah. Sp- Spades puts in a lot of work that doesn't get mentioned, and and honestly, Blarknob and Sigma Zero as well. Those those two I, I recall were were referenced. Uh, quite a lot. So if we're if we're giving shout outs, uh, 
Yeah. Well, cool. So, how, so, so, Dane, how do you feel now that all of this is out there in the open? Do you do you rest easy, or are you certain that more horrific exploits will be discovered? There's always more horrific exploits <laughs> to be discovered. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't. It's something. Something will happen. What Probably a, something based on something I've just said. Let's yes, be real. Right, exactly. exactly. What, yeah, what I was about to, to say, what, a, what is the chance that something that we just discussed will be 180'd in the future? Definitely that frontier in the Nova Seed thing. <laughs> just keep an eye out on that. We'll see if... if oh, Milti, you think that's the thing? I want to see if Milty allows it or if Milty will listen to this episode and Milti literally send us a message like, no, Dane, you don't get to do that. I'm telling you right now as your boss. What could the reason be? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's fine. There's always a reason. I think it's fine i think it'll be something that we don't it's never uh, to me well not that i know like what do i know about the rules i already forgot everything we just talked about <laughs> that's how my brain works with the rules but i bet it'll be something unexpected yeah we'll then break something else and then it'll be like well that must be right that can't be well yeah certainly i've been very jokey about it but honestly it's just it's just you know i've not acknowledged at this point that you know the the number of interactions yeah. in this game are so insanely high that there is just no way for one person to right. know them all at and, all times and to, the a little peek behind the curtain i mean prophecy of kings had exhaustive testing like it's it's not like these interactions were like just like ignored <laughs> they, the, like we're talking about stuff that was played with many many times and still we didn't see these specific interactions co come up or there's also always just like the assumption that plenty of people make but then up someone else comes in and doesn't make the same assumptions as you and goes but wait a second it's an, it's actually not as clear as you say and then you look back and you can go oh shoot you're right it, it is kind of unclear if you decide to sort of come at it from a certain frame of reference so it's it's not as if this stuff wasn't uh <laughs> attempted to fix there were a lot of other things that were fixed that just stuff still slips through the cracks basically yeah for sure i mean i i mean i i i would have loved to keep keep the testing the rules for pok for years and years and years and then right. you know 95 release well even version if, only to have milty the next day be like oh look i know look, look dane and your yeah with your walker and cane like look, this is this, you broke it i'd be like yeah all right well oh, wow the rules question you get on your deathbed the final rules question <laughs> you know and it's just like, and then you go off into yeah. the the deep unknown. Yeah, even in oh, preparing I know the this... rules question, that'll be it'll be Matt standing over me with a knife saying, "Is a martyr worth it?" <laughs> oh no, that was so good. The episode should just end. That sucks. That was so. That was such a good line. <laughs> was it worth can it? Can you can you somehow get that out of that and uh, put that? That's got to be the. I don't know. The, I'll, what I'll, a we'll dynamite button right there. <laughs> Uh, well, Dane, how have you uh, how have you been? Let's we you know we never talk anymore. It's always business when you come on the show. <laughs> you never talk to me. You never ask me how I'm doing. You never. <laughs> <hang> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I'm good. Um, uh, moved recently. Oh, cool. New, new place. Uh, work is crazy busy. Right. Uh, still trying to play board games here and there when it, where i can you know pandemic permitting is uh is uh, ffg back in office like are people all getting together in or, or are you guys all work from home what's that what's that like over, over i have not been in the office for work since that march wow started over uh, a year wow not, not exactly true i have been in for like a play test uh-huh uh, post post um vaccine post vaccine right yeah. wow 
well, there are some people in the office, um, but uh, or at least you know, as far as Asmodee is concerned, but you know, FFG as as a studio has not returned. Right, right. Um, and we we never, we, I guess we kind of talked about Codex too, not too long ago. But uh, how 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 have you felt about uh, reactions to the first post POK? codex i mean that one was especially wacky or two i haven't we haven't even played an alliance game yet so i haven't gotten to like try that out uh yeah and you know being the first post pok uh codex i was kind of not really wanting to introduce anything too wild which Mm -hmm. is why you know it was primarily just utility stuff so it's you know alliance reference and um, those drafting and reference cards. Um, right. I felt pretty confident that you know introducing those relics wouldn't Shake. shatter the meta too too badly. Right. Um, as as far as uh, the alliance game type goes, um, you know, TI is not was not built with that framework <laughs> in mind. Right. Um, and so you know, no matter what solution i came up with wording something there's always something that's wonky but if you go into it expecting that and just (laughs) and just either expecting that there will be some things that you either have to just look at and evaluate to rule by the spirit of right or or just have to accept that if you play you know rules as written that it's going to be hilariously messed up right um (laughs) Yeah, don't you know? We shouldn't expect a Space Cats Peace Turtles Alliance tournament. None of us are taking it that seriously. Uh, hey, I don't know. Hey, <laughs> hey we haven't even played it yet. Okay? But, but no, it, it it's it's funny. It's fun. It's fun and it's funny. It's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wouldn't want to, you know, invite my like hyper competitive buddies to play it. Maybe you right, know, right? Like it, it's definitely the. It, it's good fun for like beer and pretzels, Ti. Yeah, hundred percent. It was not designed for your most pedantic friend to come over and enjoy. <laughs> no, definitely uh, not. Where are you at? Uh, we're we're all coming back. You've been playing anything of note? Anything you? Have yeah, been let's enjoying? talk about not Twilight Imperium yeah. board games. <laughs> yeah, well, um, so over over the pandemic, certainly I played a ton of Nemesis with my Ooh. roommate, and I. I love Nemesis. It yeah. is so much, so much fun. Um, everything about that game is amazing. Well, rad. Yeah, I've I, I've only played Nemesis once, but I I definitely enjoyed it, and just thematically, it's 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 rad. Um, I I also just for the first time, you will you will get a kick out of this. Um, I played I played Root Ooh! finally at long last. How on brand? I, <laughs> I am I am absolutely in love with it. Oh, it rad. So, okay. So, so great cool. uh my first my first game was as the um the vagabond <laughs> you would and, you and i you rat uh, <laughs> i i i eked out a win you know jumping a ton of points just in the last yeah right in the last round well, i went i went full-on murder raccoon and just ran around and kind of finished off uh, you know a quest i had and just stabbed like four things it was wonderful well that that is you know so good for you but also as the person who is routinely here to like take the wind out of your sails i want you to to just know how much that you aren't special for doing that and you're actually part you're part of you're part of it you're part of the evil trying to bring me down Matt. you're (laughs) trying to bring me down i just need you to know what a dark place that sends me to have you seen my psa 
Kevin, but I now I just want to play the vagabond only and against me. Win your I day. <laughs> I would like that actually. That would be a really uh, that would be a really fun event is to play uh, not Ti with, with Dane. I want to do I want to do a day where we play Root with Cole and Dane, and then we play Ti with Cole and Dane. Oh, that sounds so great. Wonderful. Yeah, I mean that. It would be a day. Yeah. yeah that would be yeah, an entire that, day. That, yeah. That, that would be quite long. I also um, desperately want you to play Oath, Dane, because yeah, you uh, should play Oath. It's a cool game. It's uh, I mean, I'm absolutely interested. I, I know every everybody I know is is like getting their copy now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's finding itself in the wild now. And it's just like everything I know about you as a designer, Cole was like, I think I want to make a board game for Dane Beltrami. I think I've decided <laughs> that uh, I would just make a thing that is only theme theme over everything just a bunch of cards with text that's thematic and also you will win make you will do so all you do is decide how and when you would like to win make each other yeah win making doesn't even feel bad in oath at all not that win making feels bad in any game but sometimes it can sometimes it can <laughs> love, feel kind of making yeah Ooh, yeah no, we should love talk me some win making and some win, win slaying that's even better yeah hey you don't get to win and then i love it win slaying when i can't win either i'm yeah. like listen you don't win but and me neither it's like the you're lobster get, you're thing. getting me all warm here just talking <laughs> I think I think we needed this on the record so that everybody, when people sit down to play TI, they need to know what the developer and the designer thought here. And sure, it's, it's it's all all cards are on the table. Yeah, I think this is when uh, a faction of the TI community uh, tries to make their no win making variant, which I think is actually happening. Speaking of factions, have, Dane, have you heard of uh, the faction we'd like to present to you uh, oh for for the next expansion? We, uh, so let's talk okay. real quickly. Let's real quickly, Dane. Let's go. You can go ahead and confirm that expansion two is on the way, uh, and it is called Horses and More Horses. <laughs> horses and More Horses. <laughs> the, the the horse. Can I confirm that? The horse sea of kings. <laughs> Prophecy of horses is what Part it would be. Part of me wants to confirm it. Just because it sounds so absurd that no one could ever believe that. No, no yeah. one. No. Yeah. Shard of the horse. That would be good. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, what? what Shattered horse. Shattered horse. Yeah, I like Shard of the horse, actually, the best. The uh, but it's a horse faction. It's called uh, Meriwether's Post Pavilion. Don't worry about the name. That That's means. the worst thing yeah. in it. Yeah. Uh, it matters, but it is it is a win making faction. All it does is win make. Yeah, uh, it only wins by betting on who will score points, <laughs> and then it scores a point. Uh, I feel like it even scores after, so you could watch someone win and be like, "Oh, if they had won, I would have won." Yeah, <laughs> I think we should do a stream where Dane is forced to play our faction. Yeah, well, I would like to play our faction before we do anything like yeah. that because I don't even know what it plays like at this point. Right. I actually think it might be uh, stupid good and just win every <laughs> just, game. Just be unstoppably powerful. Yeah. You should just make five more then if you're going to go that far. <laughs> yeah. No, you're just, right. Just play a game of all. All two of powerful. All six, of all S SCPT. Horse factions. Yes. Horse factions. All, That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, they horses. should all be horse Horse things. faction is definitely what I was going for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 cool there's, cool. there's no horse faction in TI currently. It's an it's an obvious, you know, yeah. hole that yeah. needs to be filled. Right, along so, with the dog hole that you are trying to retroactively claim has been filled, but yeah. I do not buy it yeah. or believe it. Yeah. Yeah. it. Because you don't believe that I I consider the SAR to be right. I, I, that is not my headcanon for yeah. the SAR. They are 
some sort of weird bear, sad boy, mole thing. Yeah. And there's the one that looks like a dog, but I think that's actually a dog from a, a faction we haven't learned about right, yet, right. but it's joined the SAR. That's correct. Where there is a proper, just straight up doggy dog faction. Because <laughs> I feel like- Are you talking about the, the good boy hero? The good boy hero, yes. The hero is a good boy. And he looks, he, I concede. He absolutely looks like a good boy. I like, concede that, yes. I want to I wanna scratch his ears a little bit. Yeah. Oh, those ears are real good for scratching. Um, I 100% agree The good boy hero looks uh, honestly not that far off from my actual dog. It does look I like Birdie. Yeah, 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 I was going to say that. That's my headcanon is that's, that's Birdie, but yeah. Birdie from some other faction right. that, yeah, we haven't right. heard about. Because I just feel like if Sar in general are dogs, those are mostly really ugly dogs. I mean, yeah. they're, they're not dogs, and, and you know, Exar are not turtles. Whoa. Just- yes. You're messing yeah. up my whole brain. No, I right get what now. you're saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah they're I mean, they're factions. I mean, first they're, of all, extra yeah. seem to me more like lizards, right? I mean, let's, Whoa, let's just be real. What here. was that recent? Wait, what? Calls them, I mean, I don't really understand why you guys aren't uh, space cats, peace lizards. Peace lizards. Uh, that sounds like I don't know. That sounds kind of grody that, to me. Yeah, that makes me that makes me my tummy my turn. Yeah. The peace lizards. What was that? There was a recent Reddit thread that was kind of pitching your idea, but they were they were proposing something even more extreme that that extra was like space moles or something. Well, that doesn't make any sense I at know. all. They're rep, they're clearly reptilian they or shells. amphibian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess it they could have be shells. I I I'm honestly not even sure. Wow. Maybe they have they no. have techno shells. Dane, you are literally the person with the answer. You don't get to you don't you get to nomad it. everything. Like nomad, I, fine. Ooh, I, there's I, like some mystery, but you don't get to just like get us on whether or not extra have shells. I vastly prefer sewing Discord to giving <laughs> answers that are useful. I just feel like we're on episode 199. Yeah, for you to tell us that it's actually peace lizard. Boy. It's like why? How did we not? We're just you way too what, invested in the you turtle. Know, so Hang on, paid me to come on here and say that. I just it's, you know what it is? Right. He's getting paid off by Leader Games. Oh, because sure. Space Cats. We can have a cat. There's a cat. There's no turtle faction in Root, but there are lizards. So they're all just trying to merge. Oh, together. so that so that the brand makes sense yeah. for more things, and then it can be. Oh, I get it. So then instead of people asking us what the show is about. And then we tell them, and that's awful, right? But now we can say, oh, it's a cat-lizard-themed board game show right. where we only play board games with cats and, and lizards, lizards right. and it has to be both. Right. One makes it not acceptable. Yeah, the, the, are, there, are there no turtles in, uh, in Root? No turtles in Root. Not, well, oh. here, here's what happened. There was going to be a new faction, and they were like, maybe there'll be turtles, and then... Kyle Farron had a conniption over deciding how turtles wear pants and said, no, no turtle faction. I cannot draw a line in the sand here. I will not decide how turtles wear pants. And so you get nothing. Is that canon? That's, that's what that's happened. True. Aren't, aren't they just already wearing pants? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I Apparently Kyle Farron has drawn a line. You in the do sand. not need to worry. Like get yeah, turtles come with the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what. What do you? They, they. I think there is a picture of a turtle in the root RPG, so I think there will finally canonically be turtles. But I think Kyle did not want to do a whole bevy 
of turtle art for a full new faction Dude, onslaught. Dude, Kyle, like they figured this out in the '90s with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, <laughs> you just give them a lot of headwear, and then that's it. You don't. They're clothed. I mean, the shell is the clothes. Like, you no one's gonna be like, "Oh, this is so lewd." These turtles. Also, I'm we to have. Imagine, well, I can't te- even remember what they look like. Yeah, the Ninja Turtles. Wow. They're just turtles with the headbands, and that's and, all. And their mouths do not move in sync with their uh, with their voices. Oh, again, you're gonna call out the ADR on the Teenage Mutant Turtles? No, I'm cartoon. gonna call out. I'm gonna just call. No, not the not the cartoon. I'm talking the prosthetics in the movies and just oh, how sure. fun that is. There's a clip in those movies when, uh, and it's in it's in one of the actual movies. But Leonardo, no, Donatello's helmet it moves around like just an absolute crazy. T- twitch yeah, thing, yeah and and the voice is like doing something completely different it's it's a it's such a wonderful it doesn't make any clip. sense although yeah. i will say for the record though even though you just talked about how how silly those costumes are that is did you know that's the last gift that jim henson gave yep. us yeah it's the last thing that jim henson worked on with those, were those turtle costumes that's a little bit of what show are we on now? <laughs> like, what is this what are, we are we just kind of doing a general turtle overview turtle, turtle adjacent I mean. yeah yeah. yeah. They, well, it's episode one ninety nine, and this is the finale of Turtles. So we have to we have to give all of our last notes on Turtles. Well, but is is Dane? Are you going to stand by the idea that is it that there are some lizard like extra and some turtle like ones, or is it all lizards and they're just wearing big armor. techno shells? No. Yeah. It's just two lizards in a trench coat inside of a turtle <laughs> shell. Oh no. <laughs> Oh well, okay. I, I mean that, that's ca- canonical, I and mean, you heard it from me, which means it has to be true. That does mean that it has to be true. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Because like we said at the beginning, I don't know if I, I feel like you couldn't hear this name, but we did say that everything said in this episode uh, is going to be uh, yeah. forever this right. way, and that none of it can be walked back ever. Right. Did you hear us when we said uh, that? We did say that. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm, good. A, I'm on board with that. Good, 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 good. So if any if any of this has ever walked back, it will be because we've all been killed and replaced with lookalikes, essentially. Um, and that's how you'll know. You'll know basically. Uh, why are you? Matt's Hunter, just looking up. Matt's going wild right now, just looking up Ninja Turtle stuff. Hunter said Techno I, Shell, and it re- Hunter said Techno Shell, and it reminded me of that part in Turtles in Time uh, when you play the level Technodrome, and and one of the turtles goes Technodrome. Oh yeah. So that's, okay. I was just kind of wanting to walk down that little memory lane. That's good. How do we end this episode? Do we just replay the bit of uh, of me uh, standing over? Uh, Dane on his deathbed. You're gonna have to do some editing stuff because that is that button is too good and I won't let go of it. Yeah. Like that's that that's 100 percent the end of the episode, and it came in the middle, but that's just that's how it goes just sometimes. How it goes sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So, so you have to figure out how to how to cut that cut. whole section out and then put it at the end. But yeah, I think that's. Uh, yeah, I, I totally, I totally think that was the button. Somehow, before that, we have to thank Dane for being here. Thanks, oh yeah, Dane. yeah. Let's just do that. Hey, hey, thank you, Dane. Thanks for coming on the show. No problem, guys. We always we always love it when you come down. Uh, next time, how about this? I'm going to pledge something right now. Next time we get you on, it will not be for any specific business. Yeah. Period. End of story. It will just be, I don't know, maybe windmaking roundtable or something great. like that. Yeah, I just want to talk to you as a designer, not as uh, the the holder. Because of... you get in here and then we got to do all this work and stuff, and Ugh. I don't care about rules stuff at all. I normally even sit. Th- I, I actually asked Matt if I could sit this uh, this type of episode out next time. <laughs> like I love hanging out with you, Dane, but I, when we just talk about rules the whole time, oh my god, my brain just wants to explode. <laughs> it makes me think like, what am I doing with my life? You know what I mean? Like that that I'm talking about this all day. And same. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Space Cat's Peace Turtles. And thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum. <laughs>